I forgot to record. <laughs> okay. All right, that should be the other way. I had to decide whether the, the stream had to begin early or at the right time with heads and tails. So I got heads, so I stream early. But by the way, this is going to be a really, really spooky show. Ooh, real spooky. We got the familiar national treasure as in the form of the ghostly face of an Elder figure from the national being. We got an annoying banshee who thinks she's a real chameleon. And we got the eldritch abominations that should be made into the seventh art. That's right, folks. This is going to be a real spooky one for the Halloween uh, stream. But, by the way, I don't think it's fucking Halloween yet. This is not even Halloween. Why am I be even doing this very early before Halloween? I don't fucking get it. And next week, it's not going to be even Halloween anymore. So I'm fucked. All right? I'm super fucked. I'm incredibly fucked this way. God fucking damn it. Goddamn calendar. I blame the fucking calendar for this. Hassle. Hassle. You know? But enjoy the, f the following stream already. Because this is going to be a real ghostly one. Coming from the depths of fucking hell. Burning bright with the fires of the lost souls from the underworld. And soon you'll be spooked out for good. A gunman with an automatic weapon. We are monitoring a reported mass shooting. There has been a mass shooting. Authorities around the world on high alert tonight. The terror threat level. And good for laughs and lashings of the old ultraviolet. Welcome once again to this very special episode of the JMA Live Podcast with your host, JMA, and yet doing it solo again. So we're having no problem so far for this spooky, this spooky special stream with some spooky stuff around here. We got plenty of stuff around here we could work around with and talk about and stuff that will Chill your bones. Ooh, it's the oh no, it's the ghost of of the Sinus Spectre. Oh no, oh spooky. Okay, I'll stop being funny for once, for a, a little second. Or how about not? I, I guess this is for good for the entertainment of everyone else. So I hope you guys enjoy it anyway. This podcast is for now doing. It solo, solo, good, really doing it well, doing it perfect, no problem so far. But I gotta address one thing that I gotta mention before anything goes on to everyone else that is completely new to the stream and is completely, completely virgin to this complete stream. All right, so here's the thing. Uh, I got a policy, you can read it down below in the rules down the stream where I put the rules for live streams or whatever. It's a chat policy, which basically means I'm not going to read chat at all. Alright, I'm not going to bother fucking reading the chat at all. I'm just going to peek in from time to time to see what happens there. If I got, like, viewers or something or some shit like that. But I'm not going to read 
or live read the chat at all. I'm not going to try to react to chat at all, all right? And that's my thing. The only thing that I'll probably react to are donations, super chats, little points, whatever. That's the only stuff I'm going to read on this podcast. That's a podcast rules, the chat policy from the podcast. If I want to read chat, I will be on a gaming stream right now on Twitch, DLive, and that's it, basically. Twitch and DLive. Those are the official platforms for the gaming streams, which I'm playing Dead by Daylight right now, which is a really spooky game for Halloween. Might play something else after Halloween or something, but that's where the gaming streams are going to be. They're going to be on, on Twitch as well. Be on the lookout for that stuff. But that's the moment where I'm... The only moment where I'm going to probably read chat is the in the gaming streams. On a podcast, it's a no-go. Also, follow alerts are disabled in general in every stream because, you know, the problem is there are, might be some doxers around, around here trying to get personal information on the follow names and stuff like that. So I'm not going to probably risk it. I know I appreciate the follows. I appreciate the cloud. I appreciate the good stuff coming in my streams every moment. But I'm not going to show follow alerts just for precaution, all right? As well as I'm going to only read donations and stuff just for precaution and not just for the easy money. All right, so that's the big deal. Also, if you feel like, I don't know, $5 for minimum donations is just barely too expensive just go fuck yourself all right okay just kidding just i don't know i just set it to five dollars just for safety only so people don't do easy chargebacks so there's a little bit of a you know uh how do you fucking call it how do you just fucking call it let's say uh a compromise for Every single person who cares about me and every single person I care about. All right, that's that's the only thing I want. People who care about me, people who I care about, and everyone else who just wants to have a little pity reaction out of the fucking, just for fucking trolling me and shit. Just go fuck yourself. All right, that's the deal. You gotta go fuck yourself, trolls, a logs, whatever. Let's get it started, all right? With a little bit of an update after I take a quick sip of my sippy water. Oh, yeah. So, this is the only news I got so far, aside of uh, recovering my Twitch page. All right, you can find it on twitch.tv slash Music as usual, as it used to be. I also... Open up a Patreon again. Yes, a Patreon page where I'll probably just have it as my main source of pay piggies just to mainly fund most of my comedy video or porn or whatever stuff that I make over there. So there's um <coughs> I posted on Patreon a little bit of um exclusive content there, which is basically the JMA TV Nether Realm stuff. I won't post video was there because quite frankly or comedy video was there because quite frankly uh twitch might ban me again for you know the usual stuff Ooh, the usual anti-semitism hate speech whatever you know i just trying to play it super careful with this patreon shit i know i shouldn't be giving money to chuck conte there 
But I know I, I just want to give him a second chance So just so he knows He's my fucking bitch He's my Jack Conte is my fucking bitch now And he can do nothing about it Alright But there's exclusive content there Especially from JMATV Netherrealm Which is basically the dick girl porn That I made so far for JMATV Netherrealm and that's the good stuff that there's on Patreon as well. Some censored teasers for what is there on JMATV Netherrealm. For the price of $5 on my Patreon, you can get both access to JMATV Premium and JMATV Netherrealm for the price of one of them. Alright? So that's a really fucking good deal. I'll always do that kind of deal. With every single paywall aside of the gumroad shit that I ever do. So that's the deal. That's a good deal. And that's the update for now. That's the Patreon stuff. Patreon.com slash JMATV. You can uh, probably find it on the donate page of my website. As under the section of Paymetons. Alright, that's the good stuff that I want to talk about as regards of updates. So let me talk about... My future plans for Halloween this October 31st. Alright, so I'm going to go on a crazy costume. Which is going to be the clown world clown, alright. It's going to be Hunkler. And I might imagine you might also be able to see pictures and videos and stuff of that kind of shit. Some funny stuff even related to Hunkler, you know. I might go around dressed like a fucking uh, killer clown. Just spouting statistics about transgender people and st- criminal statistics of demographic sections, stuff like that. You know, funny stuff, the clown world stuff. I enjoy doing that shit. It's gonna be like the epic gamer moment that you've been waiting for for Halloween. It's gonna be the most terrific clown ever on my local area. And I tell you, it's really gonna be terrific when someone calls me out for hate speech. I tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be good stuff, but also <coughs> October 31st is gonna be the moment I'm gonna watch with my friends some uh, movies at the Horror Film Festival of San Sebastian. And the two films that I'm gonna see with them is a ma- it's in a marathon, specifically at 12. Uh, 12 of the midnight on uh, October 31st, which is going to be, I think, The Furies, a slasher film, and then uh, This Death Summer, which is a, a, a Christmas-themed uh, movie, uh, like um anthology kind of movie or something like that. But what, anyway, we're going to watch that kind of stuff on the... On this stream, the trailers for it, we're going to react to it. We're going to just uh, have a um, little bit of a trailer review kind of stuff. So, I'm going to try to access the the San Sebastian Horror Festival, Horror Film Festival page. Let me just find it. Uh... Okay, a little bit of dead air if you don't mind. I guess it's alright. Alright. It's the 30th week of Horror Film Festival on San Sebastian. 
It's over 30 fucking years of this shit. And it just fucking matches my current age. I'm 30 years old. And like, this is the 30th time they're doing this. They've been doing this since 1989, basically. So let's see. We got um, the movies. We're going to check the the full, full feature film section here. And here's a good list of it. So let's see here. We got... Uh, oh, I forgot to turn on the desktop audio here. It's just so I can hear all the good stuff. Anyway, uh, so we got all these movies... This full feature-length movies here, it's it's all in here. But we're gonna first react to the Furious movie. I don't know where the fuck it is. Here's the Furious. It's a basically it go. It's a it's a slasher film. They just put it here in English here. It's uh, okay. Gotta start again. Feature films. Okay, the Furious. So you can easily have a good read of it. Okay, so the plot goes like this. It used to be easy to catch the heroines of the Fantastic due to how they will always twist their ankle while trying to get away. However, times have changed and as this blockbuster shows, it is no longer as clear who to capture and who is running away. The story involves a deadly game where women are hunted by masked creatures for the great delight of wealthy punters. The fable stars early dots who we soon discover inside a box coffin and film in the wild outback near Canberra. I don't know where the fuck that is. With over-the-top makeup effects, the soundtrack is provided by Kirsten Axelholm I don't, and Kenneth Lample, I don't know who the fuck they are, who have composed a handful of quality rock songs for the band Foreigner. Okay, so they made this crazy uh, pop rock kind of fucking band. Let's watch the trailer here. So I'm going to give a, a little bit of commentary in between as well. So you get to, if you, if you were listening to the podcast on like uh, Apple Podcasts or I don't know, Google Podcasts or something, you might know what it says. So we see here a box coughing here in the middle of the fucking bomb fucking nowhere. Movie by Audience Eye. Okay. It's an independent studio, apparently. Lots of corpses. Rotting, leaf-covered corpses. This... This way, this movie wasn't citrus anyway. Who that... That sounds like the Dusk Killer, apparently. It's, it's the Dusk... Dusk... Uh, dusk guy. From dusk, Again? with the yeah, with the um, you know the fucking Win. how do you call it? The fucking it's like sickle. Their eyes. So it's like basically like a slasher from related to like some sort of um you know uh you know kind of a battle royale style game. <coughs> the Furies. The protagonists are mainly women, so you know how that probably fucking means. Okay, so that's the end of the trailer. Plenty of gory stuff. We see, probably see even, like, the girls pulling out, like, some sort of a eye from a corpse, revealing some sort of a 
digital keys or something or something like that, which is uh, really, really nasty. I, I know. I know not everyone is into this gory stuff. But, you know, I know this movie might not be the kind of deep stuff as, you know, Joker was or something like that. Even though I know someone who'd really dislike Joker, by the way, because it was mainly some sort of marketing ploy, made, uh, which is mostly filler or something like that. But and the entertainment value is there, all right? What The thing I'm worrying the most... Okay, give me a second. I think the D-Live as well is... Not fucking working apparently, or what is it? What is it? The Streamlabs alerts? I don't know if this is a Streamlabs alerts. Give me a second. It's uh, technical problems apparently. This is the Discord overlay. Yeah, I get it. Okay, fix that. Okay, this is the Discord overlay, which is not fucking working because I'm not doing anything on Discord. But anyway. I'm starting to worry if this film is, uh, you know, going towards the empower woman kind of shit. Which is going to be pretty lame if this it's going to go on the route of, you know, feminist bullshit, uh, bolshevism crap that we all fucking know about. And it's not going to look good if that's the fucking case in this movie. I'm, I know... You know, I know the the full female cast as a protagonist or not a... You know, necessarily feminist propaganda. But I'm starting to worry a little bit if this is going to be the case or something like that. Which if, if they spout any kind of, you know, um, cringeworthy, uh, empowering woman bullshit in this movie. I know when I fucking see it. And, I, and, I, and I'm, and I'm going to fucking know when I fucking see it. Which is going to be pretty fucking cringe, I tell you. But. Let's see before I go on. All right. The other movie I'm going to watch on December 31st is December. All right. Death December. I probably, I don't know how to fucking properly spell that. Let's read the plot here. It's a movie from Germany directed by Dominic Saxel and a a good bunch of other directors as well. You know, this is like an anthology kind of a movie. With uh, separate stories in in the middle, so it's gonna be various uh, different d- Christmas horror related stories in this movie. So this is a plot. Imagine that the dead that will quickly shuffle away between thirty first October and second November have not yet appeared in this lands. Imagine we are already opening the doors to the horror of future Christmases, a huge and extensive horror, according to Borough. In his glorious tales, Navidad, Horrible Navidad. Supported by a fierce and unredeemed group of many patrons and the suspected funding from the film commission of the German state of Hessen. Whew, this is going to be like an Uwe Ball kind of movie. You know what I mean? Uwe Ball? Remember fucking Uwe Ball funding, scamming the, the film commission of the German states? That's good. Okay, this production sets out to give us a taste of 24 short films, 2 to 5 minutes, from 24 filmmakers. Almost all of them are ones we will all remember, such as Diodato, Pollyanna McIntosh, Lucky McKee, and even Sandra Gonzalez-Perillon, and their names, Kill Santa, Christmas Corpse, 
Corpse. Ah, uh, okay. Family Matters. Casetas Perduta in Campagna. And so on. This is a trailer. Let's check it out. This December. You will, will you dare to open the door? Oh boy. It's plenty of war. 24 days, 24 doors, 24 deaths. Death summer. Okay, this is pretty much a really short trailer. Made from Epic Pictures. So that's December for you. That's a really fucking short trailer. This is gonna be, you know, the the better one from the the both of them because basically it's so campy it's so gory it's i mean it gets straight to the fucking point it gets so straight to the fucking point i might as well get sniped on my fucking head boom just right in december before fucking christmas you know what i mean this is like this is gonna be like an october 31st and we already got a christmas shit and I, I can, it reminds me of the, you know, like, I seen, I was on the bus one time around this month. And I saw, like, even a fucking ad on the bus. You know, there's a TV screen on the bus, which, uh, you know, shows advertisements, uh, news, whatever. There was one advertisement, which was basically advertising for Christmas time. All right, it was a Christmas ad on plain October. Like, I can't fucking get it why it's the fucking need of extended Christmas even to the last days of October in such a fucking way that we cannot get rid of fucking Christmas. I know it's like a, a kind of a United States kind of thing, but even then you see like Christmas ads on fucking October and November. It's fucking annoying. Shouldn't we just use that shit for like December already? You know, the month for fucking Christmas. I mean, it's annoying. It's really fucking annoying. But that's December, alright? That's uh, the, the, the better movie of the two of them. But there was another movie which I'm not gonna see at this point because it's a, it's a little bit, um, you know, it comes a little bit too expensive for the budget we had for this kind of shit. But either way, it was a very interesting movie, which is Blood Machines, the movie by Carpenter Brute, which is a maker of Turbo Killer and stuff like that. The musician who made a really cool uh, dark, dark synth or music pieces, you know, uh, directed by Seth Ackerman, you know, and it's from France. Carpenter Brett from France, you know, fucking French always nailing it. As much as I fucking hate the French, you know, the French make so, so good movies that I don't, I totally don't want to fucking bomb it on. But this is going to be a good one, apparently, at least coming for the fucking French. I have low expectations when it comes to French filmmakers. I recently saw a movie called, uh... What, what is it called? I, I'm trying to remember this movie out of my head, all right? Let's see. Uh, it's called... Uh, I think it, it had like a name... Irreversible. Uh, the movie Irreversible. That was the worst fucking piece of shit from France I've ever fucking seen in my life. 
I mean, Jesus Christ. The movie was filmed in London. There was this lengthy rape scene that I fucking despised at the time. I don't know about it now, but, I mean, I fucking hated it because... And the movie went on reverse, right? The plot of the movie went on reverse, so it's even more annoying. And one of the scenes where the guy just mashes a fucking wine bottle, beer bottle, on someone's fucking head and caving his fucking head in, it it has this sound effect like... Which just goes for a good fucking while, and it nails my fucking brain. It drills my fucking brain really badly. <coughs> and that movie is a fucking piece of shit. I don't know what they're trying to do with that, but whoever made that fucking film, go fuck yourselves. This one, Blood Machines, I won't say that though. Let's watch the trailer here. Made by Logical Pictures. Oh, so it's gonna be like a real sci fi flick. And that's the Carpenter Brute logo coming out of flames. Is this also in Sit? No, it's not. It's not in Sitges, apparently. I, I don't know about that. I think it was in Sitges as well. It's big spaceships and shit. Crazy, right? It's all purple. Shadow. That's the BFG. Okay, that's just the BFG. And a little bit, of, a little bit of uh, inspiration from Doom, I guess, with the BFG and the demonic creatures kind of stuff. It's a naked lady with an inverted frog in it. Nothing sexual about it, but there it is. Blood machine. You know, this movie's satanic because it's got the St. Peter cross on it. Oh, boy. The Cosmic Opera. So it's just like um, a space opera kind of thing, but with Carpenter Brute music. You know that. You know that deal, basically. So that's a trailer. I think this is... I think this will be a really fine movie from, you know, for the... Carpenter Brood aesthetic. This is uh, kind of my, my jam. You know, I like this dark synth kind of stuff. You know, as you might see on the the, the preview for the suggested videos here for some of them. Turbo Killer is there as well as a short film. Directed by Seth Ickerman as well. Really, really good stuff. Leather Teeth, the full album here. And this dark, dark synth synthwave mix I around for a good while that I've been listening for, you know, drawing stuff and shit. But that's Blood Machines. It's gonna be a... I think it's a... It looks good. Alright. The aesthetic is really uh, dark synth-like, you know, with the pinks and the greens and stuff like that. Uh, but, I mean, there's... Uh, I don't feel so good about the satanic themes, which is a really... A little bit of a downer if it wasn't for the cool factor of it. I mean, I know sat- Satanism, as in entertainment Satanism, is, uh, you know, cool and shit. But I don't know what that is going to promote. One thing is having fun with this kind of Satanic shit. And another is believing in the Satanic shit, right? Just getting yourself 
into danger, into extreme danger so far. That's blood machines. So what I'm gonna do now is watch the rest of the trailers here. You know, the rest of the San Sebastian's horror film festival movies here, the feature films. This is the platform. The original title is called El Hoyo. So this is a, a Spanish film, which is called The Platform. Let's read the plot here. Originally from Abadeño, Galder Gastelu Urrutia's film El Hoyo is the first to have received funding from Eusko Horlaritsa as supported by AITV, the, the Basque television channel, whatever, which has been acquired by Netflix following its mayor acclaim in Toronto. In fact, even the section of the SSIFF culinary cinema could have been opened, but they are so fusy that it's best that we wove it down at our opening. Pure gargantuan faison de jet. We and all not not all voluntarily have gotten locked into a dystopian building. We are sharing a concrete cell with another someone. There are many levels. You could be at one or at two hundred. Those are level one, eat like a lord. Those are sixty four upwards or so resort to cannibalism or autophagy. According to the press book, there are three kinds of people those on top, those below, and those who fall. It doesn't mention those who throw themselves off and those who go down just because. Okay, so this is a trailer. This is gonna be a Spanish film, so, you know, beaner language incoming. Here we go. Latino. This movie was also in Sitges. Hello, yo. Sí. The platform, yes. The platform. The leftovers. Who nasty leftovers? Look at that. It's real fucking nasty. It's already been eaten. Yeah. That's all you fucking eat. You hungry fuck! That's society for you. Oh, that's a nice cake. A portal one style cake. Level 6, and there's a black person in there. Oh boy, we're not we're getting in trouble. Someone fell down. El hambre desata la locura. Yo le ofrezco la posibilidad de vivir. Ayúdame a bajar. ¿Cómo se pinta de ser de los que saltan con esta arriba? People falling down, bullying each other. This is going to be a gory fest. Yeah, this is gonna be a really weird fucking film. The Black Forest. Look at that. This shit. And it's it's a Basque film. It's basically a Basque film. Not sure what part of Basque country it is. Is it from? But I mean, it's gonna be really a weird film. It's kind of attractive in some way. But, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Spanish films. This is the 
good one out of the bunch because there's another Spanish film, which is Advantages of Traveling by Train, which I seen it and I'm not very much a fan of. I'm not really a fan of this particular film. You'll know why in a second. Let's see the plot. If Antonio Orejudo, writer, tells you that his book is a conspiracy thriller halfway between the worst type of perversity and mystery shrouded darkness, take him at his word, and he, as he is not one to mince his words, and he does not do reality, even if paranoia is involved. If the director mentions that a film navigates through a range of genres in a very organic way, also believe him, as Arezzo Moreno is one of their own. Just like the producer, Larry Apoyanis, if they say that everything kicks off when the man sitting opposite of you in the train asks you if you want to hear about his life, say yes. This is one of the advantages of tra traveling by train. On the way to Sitges, where the film is coming back from, and to bring the festival to a close. Okay, so they leave the worst for last, apparently. Yeah, the, actually the week is not going to end on 31st. It's going to end the 1st of November and shit. And they're going to leave it with the fucking worst. You'll see why here. Oh, Filmax, my favorite Spanish movie studio. That's a real fucking good seal of quality right there. Pon la mente en blanco y escucha con atención. ¿Me vas a escuchar con atención? Sí, bien. Me llamo Ángel San Agustín, soy psiquiatra. ¿Le apetece que le cuente mi vida? Pues nada, todo empezó cuando me han echado. I don't need to translate this shit. It's gonna be really fucking boring. Really hipster. ¿Alguna vez secuestrada? ¿Esto? No lo llevas puesto. Sex, conspiracy, drugs, lots of hedonism, Satanism. Oh, really angry, really angry mustache man. It was like Doctor Disrespect. Brother, comedy, drama. Love, terror. I mean, it, it, this movie has got everything, right? This looks like either a fucking, I don't know, Spanish soap opera. It's the kind of boring shit you will see in a Spanish soap opera. Hold on, also, this movie is overrated. Yeah, so overrated. Sounds boring. Such fucking amount of shit. Hipster shit. And, you know, the really... The worst thing of this fucking film in particular is that some Nate Bors made this film. Yeah, it was a studio called Wally High on San Sebastian which who took part in the creation of this film. So I'm gonna be feeling really fucking worse if I talk shit about this movie. I don't know if they understand English, but this movie, man. Oh, Jesus. I, I mean, I really appreciate the effort they took into this film. I, I don't mean to kiss ass or anything just to get away with the shit. But, I mean, this is not my kind of film. This is like me watching a Spanish soap opera. 
And it's like, Jesus Christ, I'm not marching to this kind of stuff. I'm sorry, I, I understand you, you guys over there at uh, you know, uh, my usual uh, neighborhood are just took the, taking the effort of making such a big production like this. But I mean, just saying, it's not really my kind of thing. This is like not really my kind of thing. I just. I'm just saying that basically. Let's move on to the next movie. Let this is gonna be oh man, Amigo. This movie called Amigo. It's another Spanish film. I think that yeah, there's basically three Spanish films in here, and this one, it's gonna be a little bit funny. You know, let's read the plot. Oscar Martinez, the director of the sickly, unwholesome, stinking, rusty film about her shared evil secrets. The story is about a man taking care of a friend in a big house. Do we need to add that it is in the middle of nowhere this time from the furious winter who has been left in a bad way following an accident? What a nice guy, you think. But wait a bit more and you'll see. Wait till you see the poor guy crawl down the stairs, deformed and skeletal. Wait to hear the weather reports. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means. That's that's really bad English. I know the people who wrote this kind of stuff is uh, not really English speaking people, and it's pretty much like what I do, what I basically do as well when I translate documents at work. But uh, yeah, let's see this trailer here. This is on Vimeo. Let's have a look. The mechanical eye. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. He's, he's getting shaved by his friend. How far will you go? Jesus, man. For your best friend. This guy's in a wheelchair. It's a little bit of a spastic. Touching. Deberías pensar más en ti, David. Ya bueno, pero es mi amigo. No tiene a nadie, solo me tiene a mí. Untouchables gone wrong. Is, is this like some ah. sort of parody of Untouchables? Dame tiempo, joder, un momento. Chilly. ¿Quién anda ahí? It feels a little bit like psychosis, psycho. Yeah, it feels a little bit like psycho in some way. It reminds me of psycho. The music, even. It's the kind of stuff you will see in psycho. Amigo. That's the. That's the movie. It's, um. I mean, is it, probably it's gonna be a funny one. I don't. I'm not really sure if it, if it either is gonna be a funny one or it's uh, gonna be a horrible one. But that's amigo for yeah. It's uh, especially about a wheelchair guy, you know, like a certain wheelchair guy who's five foot four. I, it reminds me of him, right? And he's like second life characters. Thank you very fucking much, uh, Oscar Martin. You fuck. Reminding me of some fucking mallet who played as a wheelchair artist on Second Life. Alright, let's uh, bless this movie, okay? This is. I seen the trailer for this one, but we're gonna see it anyway. It's a really fucking weird one, and it's. Um, 
really telling. Let's read the plot here. It first burst into the scene of at De Niro's Tribeca Film Festival in New York. This splendid vampire trip went on to become a big hit, like a drug that has just been experimented for the first time. That if you are an artist and have lost your mojo, groove, or muse that you need to finish your masterpiece, will turn you into a kind of a bloodied Pollock, and dripping will be child's play compared to with your abstract expressionism, boarding you on the films of Noe and Ferrara, if we are to believe the publicity, with a brutal. Metal and violent soundtrack, amazing production design, and lavishly sorted central character, this is one of the films of the decade. Honor and glory to the director of photography and editor. So, it's gonna be postmodern film. This is gonna be like Salad Fingers the movie. Let's see the trailer here. Bliss. Oh, this gonna be hot brown ladies in here. Dark Sky Films, Channel 83. I'm broke. I can't live off of nothing. And I can't live off 10% of nothing. I haven't finished a painting in three months. Try this. The closest thing they oh, got drugs! Have some fucking satanic drugs! Enjoy satanic drugs! Come on, let me just check D-Life for one second. Okay, it's, it's going good. We're good. Uh, okay. <laughs> also, at Sitges, holy shit, how many fucking films are at Sitges already? Over me, and then it all just started pouring out of me. I don't even remember doing it. So this is like an artist who does fucking math. That's cool. Every artist should probably do math. Oh, and there's some embarrassing causes across as well. Do you think it was the bliss or the blood? It's been ages since I've seen something as personally thrilling as bliss. Place well, is Gaspar Noé by the way of Apple Ferrara. Okay, this is some hipster shit. I, saw painting in there. I, saw I don't want some more fucking hipster shit. Bigos is unquestionably delivered one of the best horror movies of the past twenty years. I I don't know if this is the best horror movie. I I'm not sure. It feels a little bit um postmodern, if if you ask me. A lot of, uh, you know, satanic symbolism there. Bliss. It's gonna be my masterpiece. Yeah, truly, this is gonna be your true masterpiece. You bitch. You fucking whore. Jesus Christ, this is... Ooh, man, what a... What a trip. That is bliss, and, uh... I'm not feeling good about this film. It's uh, the same way I feel about Fury's probable feminist themes. I'm I'm really uncomfortable with this one. I gotta tell you, I really feel uncomfortable with this one as well. I know it. I probably know it. What else? We got Bullets of Justice, which has Danny Trejo. Yeah, Danny Trejo on this fucking film, apparently. It's got, uh, yeah, I think, let me see. Cast. Yeah, Danny Trejo. There you go. The same machete Danny Trejo is in the cast of here. Let's uh, have a watch in the trailer. How long have we been on the podcast so far? 45 minutes. This is going to be pretty much a long podcast, I tell you. Let's see here. It's him. 
I'm gonna save some time and gonna make it this this the last trailer we're gonna find before we see. Oh man. It's a guy with a pig head. It's a guy with a pig head. And he gets killed and it shit his pants. So funny, my dude. It was during the third war. Ay 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 ay, andale, andale, Mexico. Ay ay ay, tacos. Me gustan mucho los tacos. Y los hombres cerdo. Ay ay ay, el puerco. Why are so many fucking Mexicans in this movie? It's literally men against fucking pigmen. Or something like that. Oh, and Danny Trejo gets fucking killed there or something. Don't know about that one. I guess this is Trump's reality. Fuck Trump. This is all pro Trump's problem. And a shubbity 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 about fuck Trump. Oh no, titties. That's cinematic titties. Cinematic titties. That's alright. Oh, okay, so it's reverse uh, butchery here, where the pig eat humans. That's, uh, yeah, a nice concept there. Pigmen hunting human men or something. It's a revolution that will save us from this Donald Trump reality. You must get into the farm and kill the mother. This is not my war, Ludmilla. <laughs> they have this Mexican Spanish my accent. Told me that God is a human mistake. But I think humanity is a God's mistake. You are the best. But what I'm really looking for. Is this Angry Joe? He has the same jacket that Angry Joe. Who's this fucking mustache woman? <laughs> they fucking they fucking burn it woman. Fucking reason. I'm gonna pick the now. I'm gonna pick this Donald Trump. Destroy the wall. Let them not. Don't let them build the wall. Oh Jesus, that's oh jeez. Okay, no. At least that's somewhat censored, I think. No. That that's bad. Okay, that's really fucking bad. Kind of a, you know, sexual scene down there. This big guy has got an anus in his face. This is, this is all going on. This is the, the fucking trailer thing. Why they got Mexican accents? All of them. That swallowed the bait. Okay. Yeah. Watchman, bullets of justice. Just uh, a quick shot of the guy's crotch. Language, English. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, this is a, a, a movie from Bulgaria, from Kazakhstan, Bulgaria. So that's why they got this weird fucking accent shit. Yeah, this is crazy. Alright, this is just crazy. This is gonna be. Uh, kind of like machete, but with uh, lots of more nasty stuff. Uh, big people with anus on a mouth. 
I don't know about that one. I, I just don't know about the one. Let's see if D-Live is all right. Not sure. Uh, That's, uh, anyway, a cinematic artistic nudity, by the way, just uh, just in case. Just, I gotta mention that, but that's the last thing you're gonna fucking probably see. I'm gonna tell you now, oh fuck, my, my bad, wrong scene. I'm gonna tell you, basically, before, after I just check out what's on, oh yeah, the Discord announcement. Okay, we're, we're fine, we're just fine. Nothing special going on here. But, what I've been doing, like yesterday, I've been watching also as well these short films uh, in the um, Horror Film Festival jury for the short films. And this is, um, this is what I think basically of them. This is what I think about them so far. I think most of them are fucking shit. Alright, they're shit, as usual. Nothing else to say about it. The only, like, two short films that I liked, one is called Bad Hair, which is basically, I like it because the fucking bald guy gets to deserve it. Fuck you, bald guy. And the second one is called, let me just look at the catalog here. There's a catalog we got offered with the short film thing. I'm gonna try to look it up here. Uh, and it's called... Uh, I don't know. There's, there's Boo. There's Boogie Woman. There's The Burden. There's Jupiter. There's Chrysala. There's, oh, the other one that I liked uh, out of the whole bunch of them is O.I. Original Idea, which is actually the sort of funny one, right? I like that one. That one is really fucking good, and I put it a nice stinking 10 on that one, as far as I know. The rest, pure shit. I mean, there's a, a Mexican short film, which is called Cameron Los Dragones and Chicas Como Yo, which basically tells you, don't let Mexican people be next to fucking cameras, all right? That's what I'm going to fucking say, all right? But, uh, okay, let's just, you can learn that shit from videos from Sam Hyde easily, from Kickstarter TV. Don't put Mexican people next to cameras. I'm just gonna say that. There's Spacewalkers, which is, I mean, just boring shit. It's basically, Oonga Boonga, we go to space, we go to space with tribe men from, from South America. Oonga Boonga. It's shit. The Spectacle is basically a snuff film with a couple teenage girls coming, killing an old woman. Also, shit. There's, there's Stray. I don't know what the fuck is this. It's like uh, something about a woman getting possessed by a stray cat or some shit. Also crap, I think. But I give it an 8 because it's an, it's an Australian short film. And you know, Australians get the best score. Stray, I might stray out. Okay, turn um skip T is yet another fucking piece of shit. It's a, a, a woman that get alternate reality shit, which is fucking crap. And there's two bodies on the on a beach, which is uh, I give it a five because I didn't even understand a fucking thing of what was going on there. So thank you for that. And that's the shore films. There's a, another plenty of uh, a bunch 
of uh, short films that were showcased there. And uh, basically, for the most part, I rated them a zero because they're shit. Right? They're, they're fucking shit. They're fucking dog, dog crap. And that's the whole horror film festival kind of reviews and trailers and shit that I wanted to showcase. Now let's get to the real talk. The ADL is fucking with Iceland. I don't know. I don't know if this is like all the news or whatever, but apparently the ADL is trying to fuck up with Iceland because they're gonna probably ban circumcision on Iceland, and the ADL. It's not very fucking happy about it. You know fucking why. They, the small hat tribe is not very fucking happy with that. And they have a problem with it. So no fucking shit the ADL is trying to fuck with Iceland so far. They're trying. They're going to try to ask for reparations. They're going to try to ask them for diversity bullshit. We all know that shit. We all know how it goes. I know where this is going. You know where this is going. We all know how this is going, alright? But that's the ADL fucking with Iceland. On another subject I want to talk about is how, you know, there was a little bit of trouble in my life. Which is basically related to my credit card. Now, there's this dating website called Badoo, which I have a second profile on. I don't know if I should probably say this already, but it's got already, like... The better password of the bunch. But the thing is, alright, I tried to pay for some credits and premium on Badoo. And what happened is, this little trouble with my credit card, it had like, um, I don't know, something like a duplicate or something like that. So I got told by the phone, by my, by my bank, or something like that. So they had to block my credit card for that. And I had to receive a new credit card. Uh, on last Friday, this Friday, in fact, on um, a couple of days ago, or yesterday even, on th- that morning, when uh, like uh, it's a little bit troubling. It's a it's a bummer. What are you gonna do about it? It's a it's a real bummer. But anyway, my point is, don't fucking spend money on Badoo. All right, that shit sounds like a little bit of a badly made scam website it's the kind of stuff that will do a scam website so don't don't fucking trust it all right i'm just gonna say that but you know what i what i think on another term of news or a little bit of talk let's talk about asian blowjobs you know i love that fucking asian blowjobs i fucking love it I fucking love it. Give me a second. Let me check out Discord here. I I think I got something. Oh, no. It's an announcement from someone else. Okay. Uh, That's just whatever. I don't know. Uh, Okay. That out of the way. Not long ago, I had paid myself a a prostitute, a Japanese prostitute, which basically went like like the best fucking blowjob in my life. It's the best fucking blowjob in my life. She gave me head, like, really, really, like, it's like, oh, man, I, I was about to fucking coom from that, that shit. And I tried to contain my own coom with that shit because I wanted to save it for the best and the last, all right, the, 
the vaginal penetration. I touched her fucking pussy. And it was so fucking tight. It was so tiny. It was so fucking tight. It will barely fit my 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 pinky finger. You know, my my baby finger. How do you? However, you might want to fucking call it. But she gave me the best fucking head, and I want to follow some heights kind of idea here. There should be a fucking school where they teach Asians. To give fucking blowjobs, proper fucking blowjobs. So you know they they don't just do like no that shit old. That shit is just fucking old and lame. We need blowjobs with some more enthusiasm in them. Just like just like with the suction and the feel and the and the contact and the. And the strength enough to make someone whom Alright? Make some... That's why I fucking love these kind of Asian blowjobs. Alright? I might be a fash. Alright? But I'm not a misogynist. And especially, I love exotic kind of goods in some way or another. Alright? Let's, uh, let's just leave it like that. This is... Uh, <coughs> leave it like... Fucking blowjobs are the a f- from Asians are the fucking best honorary Aryans as I call it and as I and as I fucking call it to some of my IRL friends honorary honorary Aryans blowjobs from honorary Aryans the Japanese give the fucking best blowjobs in your fucking life that's a one hundred percent guarantee that's guarantee one hundred percent and I fucking mean it this stuff is real fucking good. We're being 59 minutes, nearly one hour into the fucking podcast here. I expected it to be fucking longer. Also, on another news, Yanif fucking lost the, the lawsuit thing, I think. I don't know if it was a lawsuit. I don't know if it was. Either way, Yanif lost. And that's the important thing. It's got. Yanif has got BTFO, bitch. Alright, that fucking freak. Pedophile fucking weirdo freak has just got BTFO entirely by the court of law. And now, alright, he's fucked. He's so fucked. I'm gonna say that. Has anyone forgot about Epstein yet? What happened to Epstein? I wonder. Do we memory hold that shit? Do we totally memory hold that uh, Epstein shit? I don't know about it, but I, you see this weird thing that's going on? That nobody talks about Epstein anymore. That's weird. I, I was thinking we should probably talk about Epstein a little bit more or something. I should, I should expect people talking about Epstein more. But somehow they aren't. Some Somehow Epstein was forgotten. What happened to fucking Epstein? Even with the whole Blizzard thing. This Blizzard boycott shit. Bobby Kotick's name was in the Epstein's little black book thing. Won't somebody talk about it now? What? Did we, did we fucking memory hold this trending topic kind of bullshit? What happened? What happened to the Epstein thing? I, I, I don't know what happened to the Epstein thing. I was hoping we could talk some more about Epstein thing. But suddenly, poof. Forgotten. Gone. We just suddenly forgot about Epstein with so much uh, small hat tribe 
smoke curt curt smoke curtain kind of thing. <coughs> we forgot about it. I wonder why. I wonder why it might it might totally not have anything to do with small hat tribe or big nose kind of people. I don't know. Just don't blame them. Don't don't look at them. Don't mention them. Don't do anything with them. It's just forgotten for no reason at all. I wonder if so many mass shootings, like the Halo shooting or something, might have something to do with this thing. It's it's like a smoke curtain kind of thing, probably. I don't know. It just comes out of fucking nowhere. I just wonder if this completely comes from something because it absolutely comes from absolutely nowhere. I don't know what happened. Hmm. 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 Well, anyway, let's talk about something else. This is a, a new section, a couple of new sections that I want to title. One is crazy predictions, and another is fat slam. All right, crazy predictions. I predict that Facebook will have an Uber for pause swaps the next year, 2020. They're gonna have it. All right, pause like a Uber for people pausing themselves and each other all the fucking time. They're gonna have it on Facebook. All right, they're gonna have it mainly on Facebook, and that's my. Crazy prediction of the week. Alright, so that's a crazy prediction. Fact slam, alright? Let's say women under 30 waste their time with casual sex. You see a lot of women that are 20s or 18 years old, stuff like that. How is it that they waste so much fucking time with casual sex but not engaging with a man? Alright? Here's a little bit of advice for women under 30, all right? Just, uh, you have, like, until 30 years old to find a man that will be the father of your family, all right? That's going to be the deal. Don't waste your fucking time. Older men are under 30s or something are going to be looking for women that are younger, all right? And that's the thing. They're not going to look for women that are older because, quite frankly... They think they look like a little bit like shit and they're unfuckable gargoyles. And that's the problem, alright? They don't want unfuckable gargoyles. They want children. They want they don't want sterile women. They want children. They want to have a family, build a family and stuff. So don't waste your fucking time doing castle sex bullshit with fucking bullshit people that are gonna just be there to waste your fucking time. Don't do that. Just Use your time to find a father for your own children. And that's what I'm going to basically tell for Fact Slam. Woman under 30 wasted time with casual sex. A lot. Not not all women, but the majority of fucking women these days. Who fucking knows? Mm. So we meet now. Speaking about women. About the greatest unfunniest banshee of them all. We get a superwoman, I think. She's being on a little bit of trouble because because she's being called out on Twitter for something. But we're going to do something funny. All right, we're going to do something funny and let's react to one of their latest videos here on our YouTube channel, which is basically your mom knows what you did. Let's see here. This is Lily Singh. 
the comedy, inspiration, good vibes. <laughs> inspiration and good vibes. You know this means pretty much a lot when we're talking about fucking comedy. It's not going to be really decent anyway. Oh, yeah. It's called Warner Mothers. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah. Warner Mothers. So funny because woman, right? Let's see Jeez. here. Sex. Loads of sex. Based on a true story. Wait, stop. My mom's calling. For the makers of Paranormal Diwali. So just. Is this like a movie trailer? Is it gonna be like a full feature feature length film? And Samosa of the Lambs. I don't know what the fuck that is. It's a Samosa. You leave here for you last night. Oh, I was studying. Oh, ethnic woman. I see it. Okay, so it's basically brown people. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's great. It's, it's not only woman, but it's also woman of color. Real empowering here. This Halloween. The secret is out. Who's there? Mom? Mom, what are you doing? Six, six, six. Six, they are sick. They are six. Do you know How? I picked you up from down the street. I should have sent the library. Isn't there supposed to be something funny in here? Unlo it's a Hello, book. Ask. It's a book titled Unlearn. It's so funny. Yeah, it's got like the caricature of a fucking a sick man or something. The simple truths for a better life. Yeah. Okay. Are we supposed to get something funny out of there? Silence your phone. Coming soon to select theaters that close by 7 p.m. Hello everybody, it's your auntie Paramjit. You better like this video or I'm going to beat your face. Comment below, do thumbs up and do subscribing. Last video over there, dumb vlog over there. You better make sure you're coming back because we're making new video, okay? One love, whatever garbage, stupid, go to your room.
Um. Uh, okay, let me just ask this. Where's the fucking comedy? No, this is... I mean, where's the fucking comedy? There's one fact. I'm not sure how am I going to come out of this, if I'm going to get away saying this, but women in comedy are not funny. I'll just say that. It's been said a million times, even by my daddy, Sam Hyde. All right. Women are not funny. I'm sorry, but let's. Woman comedians are not fucking funny. If, if like, if they do stand up comedy, I bet your ass they deserve to get a get rounded up and burlap bags and be beating with fucking sticks. All right, just no. Let's let's just say women in comedy are not fucking funny. We all know that it's a fact. All right. Women comedians are not funny. That's just saying me that me saying this is as funny as she is. Is this as funny as she is doing comedy? All right, just just saying. I, the, oh, Jesus Christ, this is bad. This is it's not comedy. I mean, it's tragic. It's like watching a train wreck all together in slow motion. <laughs> Just like that. A complete fucking train wreck. Oh, man. Let me just get a little a sip from sippy water. By the way, on another set of crazy news, all right, you might notice a little bit from uh, Disney actors and shit. I, there's this little trend in Disney actors and stuff which is basically you know saying oh how great the movie is gonna be how they everyone should probably watch them and this stuff right that's um you know a little bit weird it's like somehow disney is sort of self-promoting a little bit and that's uh, a self-promoting is um a little bit of a thing that's frowned upon on online communities and such other businesses as well and uh, I know, you know, everybody can do advertising, right? Everybody can do advertising. But this one, this way, well, having Hollywood Disney actors trying to praise and kiss your ass all the fucking diet telling people to watch the fucking movie on Twitter, on social media, whatever, uh, it's, it's dirty playing, all right? It's really fucking dirty. Anyone... Under the age of 10 might see one of these fucking tweets and they're going to go, Woohoo! I'm going to see it too! Woohoo! No. Okay, that's that's obviously not the right thing to do. And I'm going to say it. It's not the right fucking thing to do. Especially, it's very frowned upon on online communities for a good fucking reason. On most of online communities, I know some discords have self-promotion channels. Why doesn't Disney do some advertising campaign? Oh, yeah, they want to save money having some Hollywood actors do it for them. No going to work. I'm just going to say that. But a little bit about sad news. All right. Apparently, so I think it was either yesterday or like two days ago, they exhumed the corpse of Franco. And this is going to be touching right here in my fucking potato soul right here. All right. This is going to be feeling home. Give me a second. Let me just check. Okay, yeah, we're we're good. Apparently, 
I still get it. But, the, I mean, I, I was praying for a fucking miracle for, to happen on this one. And uh, it didn't happen at all because it was a really, there's no chance of clouds in the day that what happened, right? But, the, I mean, nobody did a fucking thing about it. Nobody did a fucking shit about it. They didn't do anything. They didn't even, like, went there. No, not even, like, the Franco nostalgics went there to save the fucking corpse. All right. I mean, I get it. It's a fucking dead body. But, like, look. Nobody did fucking a fucking thing. Box was just doing there, doing this fucking bullshit meeting. All talk, no fucking walk. And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ, aren't do, they doing anything about it? They can't do shit. They won't do shit, and they don't think of doing shit. These political parties are fucking doing nothing. And even the leftist parties are just laughing their fucking ass off at the ex expense of our fucking pride and our fucking... It feels bad. I, I know this should be like a comedy show and everything, but it feels bad. I don't want to feel funny about it. it I mean, this might sound like I'm triggered or some shit, but it's so fucking bad. They're literally ex ex exhuming and desecrating our fucking historic treasures out of the fucking trash. And they're like... Pissing on them and they're like shitting on them. They're eating the fucking poop they made with it. And they're like fucking shitting on them all over again. They're doing this shit. Just for shits and laughs. And they think it's funny. I feel like a complete fucking stranger. Especially in a Basque country. As the kind of person I am. Because I know if I say or think this shit. I will be fucking crucified for this shit. By the amounts of fucking red skins. And fucking... Leftist, communist, commie, wrath, idiots that there are out there in my fucking region, and I felt like I should have done something about it, but I couldn't, and I was some kind of useless booger man. You know what I mean? I feel useless. I feel incredibly useless about it, and like. They're literally shitting on our historic shit. And they're like laughing at us for doing it. They're like ruining our history all over it. They're just ruining it. And it makes me feel bad. <clears throat> Living in a Basque country as a national socialist is just uncomfortable shit. You might, it's like living on a, on a fucking minefield, alright? You, you you step in the wrong place and then you explode completely and blow your fucking body out, your guts out, right? You you blow yourself up in a fucking ball of fire. And that's what it feels to be a national socialist in the Basque country. It's I mean, you enter the risk of even losing friends or even looking bad to a lot of fucking people there. Because this is like a region in Spain that's mostly composed of very left-leaning people. So I made it. I don't want to 
just strip on a landmine and blow myself up like that. So the thing is, I'm being extremely careful with what I say or what I try to do in this fucking place. I know I did some really compromising shit before, but I'm being extra careful with the shit. And as a national socialist, it's really, it's really like living in a fucking minefield, all right? That's what I'm going to say about the Franco kind of thing. But to end the podcast, I want to talk about Chinese people in Clash Royale. Man, I, it really feels good to play against Chinese people who are going to spam your shit all the fucking time on Clash Royale and fucking be a nuisance. Like, they're like computer people. They know what to exactly do. They've they got this tiny little so thin fingers and they play like computers, right? So that's why it's fucking annoying to play with Chinese people on Clash Royale. And there are lots of Chinese people in Clash Royale. I'll tell you what, that might have something to do with one of the Supercell investors, right? Which invests like a 80% in Supercell. Uh, I think I'm doing the... Yeah, there we go. I think we're doing the numbers right. 80. 80%. I think... Okay. 80%. That's how much this certain Chinese company responsible for the social credit system in China is investing on Supercell. And I'm very, very careful with not to spend too much money on this fucking game. Jesus. Expect a lot of fucking trouble when you reach... 1,000 trophies. I'm going to tell you that much. Loads of Chinese computer people. I'll tell you that much. But anyway, that's going to be it for this to this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a lot of fun as well. And I'm going to probably see you next week with the next post-Halloween podcast stream. And as always... Gaming podcast tomorrow or Sunday morning as usual. And the rest of the fucking week. And I'll see you next time. Ooh. I'll see you next Saturday. A gunman with an automatic weapon. We are monitoring a reported mass shooting. There has been a mass shooting. Authorities around the world on high alert tonight. The terror threat level. And good for laughs and lashings of the old ultraviolet. 